1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You know when you're rushing and you're doing stuff and you realize that everything that you wanted and everything you needed is over there? And you're over here? That's what happens. 833-212-1017 is the number. Did I say that already? Well, I said it again. I got to tell you, times are changing. I've got some topics today that I think are going to rattle your brain, make you think about some things that you haven't thought about, talk about some things that you haven't talked about. And I know this one will bring out a few of the loonies. I know. It'll bring out the religious people. Ugh. It'll bring out the religious people it'll bring out i get it as am i however I don't know if you've heard about whole foods and amazon have you heard you haven't heard okay so alex hasn't heard but i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a eh. Uh, I don't even know where to begin, so I'm going to just say it. Amazon will let shoppers pay with their palms at the Whole Foods store by the end of the year, the company announced today. Amazon One is a biometric technology that lets users pay, enter stores by placing their palm over a scanning device. Shoppers have to first connect their palm to a stored credit card, and then after that, they can pay by simply waving their hand over the kiosk. The company first introduced the technology in its Go cashierless stores, but later began adding it to Whole Foods supermarkets. Amazon One is now in more than 200 Whole Foods locations, and the company said it will be available in all of its upscale grocers, roughly 500 stores in the coming month. And so Amazon said it's seeing growing demand for the technology with it, recording 3 million uses of Amazon One. So so, so wait a minute. I'm trying to figure out, is there a picture of Amazon One's Palm technology? Because if there is, well, why not just look? Because we're, we're, we're live radio. Amazon One Palm Tech. I want to see a picture of it. And here I'm looking at CNBC. But what is it? Like, what is it in your palm? Is it something you place in your palm? Is it embedded in your hand? Like, what is it? That's what I want to know. Because they keep talking about it, and all they show is a hand over it, unless what they do is take a picture of your palm print. Because everyone's palm print, like your fingerprint, is unique to you. That scares me. Well, it doesn't scare me because I worked in law enforcement. So I basically, not basically, I can't go anywhere in the world and commit a crime. They'll have my information in like 30 seconds. Face, weight, eyes, date of birth, poof, that fast, one fingerprint. So, is this something you are comfortable with? Now, for those of you that are Christian or of another faith who believe in Beliefs similar to the second coming and the mark of the beast and all that stuff, right? So we've, we've heard that if you're Christian throughout your life, you know, some people believe Jesus has already come back. Some people believe he's coming back. Some people believe Jesus ain't been here and he's still coming. Be that as it may, the story of taking the mark of the beast What if the mark is already on you, your palm print? I'm, I'm just, okay, I'm just, I'm just out there. I told you I was going to be out there, out, out where the bus don't run. So, you know, at least I'll let you know that up front. The company has increased its marketing in physical store technologies to third parties as part of a unit that now sits under Amazon Web Services Cloud Division. That's a problem. A third party having your print. Amazon has signed deals with airport stores, Sports stadiums, concert venues to install its palm-based payment technology and cashierless checkout system. Call. Just walk out. Popular bakery chain Panera Bread began testing Amazon One at some of its stores earlier this year. Cora's Field Baseball Stadium in Denver in May. Started letting people buy alcohol by using the palm scanning device. So I'm at a point. Does it fit in your palm? Or does it, right? Either way, I'm not signing up for it. What are your thoughts? Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. At some point, we have to recognize that everything and every way that we've ever done anything is changing. Now, if you have the chip card, right, debit or credit card, and you can just waive it. That's one way. If you have a phone, you now have a wallet on your phone, so you can just double-click it. Luckily, that's made so that even though it uses Bluetooth technology, it's short-range Bluetooth technology. So if you're far away, you can't, you know, intercept the signal and get it. But it's just like an RF tag, except an RF tag gives out a much stronger signal So like if you get one of those air tags, as long as it hits anything that has Wi-Fi, it will tell you where it is. For me, that's more scary. At least my phone tells me, hey, there's an air tag that's not yours, that's not in your devices, that's around you. So if somebody tries to track you, it tells you, hey, somebody put something in your car, somebody put something in your bag. But now you're walking around and your palm. And they keep saying palm device, but I don't see anything that's on my hand. Like they're not not showing me my hand up. All they're showing is my hand down. So my question is, is palm technology actually my palm where you read it and now you can track it? And so now if the criminal wants to rob somebody, I simply what? Cut your hand off? Hmm. I know that's a little far-fetched, but in my estimation, you know what I think about it? All I can tell you, the end is here. And that is Dr. Ken's
0: Truth on the new 101.7 The Truth.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. If you've been hanging out this week, the Truth Street Team, sponsored by UW Credit Union, has been all over this town this week, next week, but especially this week because uh, if you missed it, Last night was the Milwaukee night market from 4 to 8 p.m., so it was kind of off the chain. I did my show from out there. Too distracting, too many people, too much food. I keep smelling it. I was hungry. But make sure you come because everybody else came, and they had a great time. Also, this Friday, come to the ballpark to win some truth merch at our street team. Uh, Be celebrating the Brewers Negro League Tribute Night. That's a game at the American Family Insurance Field. And lastly, Saturday, share the vibes, music and technology fest at the Miramar Theater, noon till 7. I'm going to be stopping through there because Devin Jenkins is a friend of mine. And so that's going to be a great thing to be at. Can't wait to see you. These are all the things that are happening this week with the Truth Street team. Our street team is sponsored by UW Credit Union. They're here for every you. 833 212 1017 is the number. So I'm not getting the palm thing. I'm not using a palm thing. I guess I won't be going to. I don't know. Talking text line. Wesley said, good afternoon. When it comes to the palm print, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm a Christian, but because it's not asking me to deny Christ to use it, I'm all for it. It will just make it easier. See, see, here's my argument. I don't want to start a religious thing, but, you know, but means right. It negates everything you just said. Um. When you get used to using it and then they turn it off and say, hey, you got to do this or else you're not going to get any food. But I used to use my palm. Yeah, I know your palm used to work, but we turned it off. You're no longer in the system because you didn't do this. And then what are you going to do? Well, I need to feed my family. Well, they'll just die. Malnourishment. It'll be tough. It'll be Agonizing. They'll scream and cry because of the pain, and you'll want to put them out of their misery. But you can't because it would be murder. Or you can do this, and we'll put your palm back in the system, and you can get your food. Then what would you do, Wesley? That's what will happen in my estimation. 833-212-1017 Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. The Amazon one for my reading is basically a camera lens that will scan your palm itself and then use that with stored data to match it to you and then pay your, with your card. It says your palm is made of multiple layers that makes it unique. That's true. So I'm assuming part camera, part X-ray kind of scan from Hamilton, former student of Dr. Ken Harris. Well, thank you, Hamilton. However, I guess I was right. Nope, not using it. Now I got to wear gloves everywhere I go. You steal them a palm print, steal them a face print. Can your palm print tell ethnicity? They'll figure out some kind of way. Oh, you can't get this. Yeah, I'm just being silly. But I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not doing the palm thing. I mean, I use my phone and I wave my card and that's about it. And so all you knuckleheads who talk about people and laugh at people. I had somebody laugh at me because they said, ha, 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 you still use cash? I said, cash and gold are two of the best barterings, bartering um, utilities, I guess, that, that you have. If you don't have anything to trade, you don't have anything. I can't trade my phone. I can't trade the wallet on my phone. I can't trade the credit card in my pocket but I can trade something tangible like money. That's why if you read the front of a dollar bill, it will actually tell you it's good for debts, public and private, tangible and intangible. You know what I'm saying? You could pay for time with a dollar. Derek said, so them deciding my family food is not murder. (laughs) Yeah, it is. That's my point. That's my point. They will let you die if you don't pay it up. I'm just saying. Uh, Wesley said that's actually a good point. <clears throat> what would I do? Well, I would still be all right because I farm most of my vegetables and fruits. Hey, dude, we ain't selling you no seeds. So unless you make a plant that actually self-seeds, like many plant like some fruit does, it unless you grow something like watermelons pumpkins, things that have seeds that you can then take and replant. You you just, I can't use the word, but you know what I'm talking about. I go hunting for meat and fish. I got to have a license player. Sorry. Also, I have plenty of water stored up. Right. And for many years of storage food, I really just go to stores to get free garbage bags. Good luck with that. But when they stop picking up your garbage too, See, I can I can I can induce disease by simply not doing certain things. Like it's not by accident, it's not by accident they come pick up the garbage. If they don't pick up the garbage, they've learned through the sixteen those diseases came through because they didn't have things like toilets. They weren't sanitary. They've killed hundreds of people until the guy uh, and I can't remember the exact story, but what the guy did is, is they would work on bodies because they were they were doctors, but they used to do autopsies. So then when they did autopsies, they went and they actually would help women deliver their babies. And many of the babies ended up dying after birth. And they couldn't figure out why till one day a guy came in and told them, Hey, you need to cover your hands. And they said, Well, that can't be it. We're working with bodies and bodies, it's the same, right? And he had to convince them by him doing it and showing that when he actually went in, did autopsies and things of that nature, and then put on gloves and delivered the babies, the babies lived. And from that point, they were able to change it. And now that's why doctors use gloves in hospitals. So, so things can happen, but you, you got to be, you know, if I, if I want to get it, I just withhold, you know, N95 masks. I just withhold gloves. Hey, we don't have any gloves. You can't get surgery. You can't get surgery. People die. Thin the hurt, Less population. Less less pollution. Okay, we're good. I mean, that's what it literally takes. It's that simple. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Al, you're on the new one zero one seven. The truth. Well, yes, I wanted to say
3: when you brought up the thing about uh, the the gadget in the palm of the hand, the only thing that kind of sent a lot of red flags what if they you know decide they want to take the location of your hand and duplicate it in another location let's say if they wanted to use it against you or if they wanted to miraculously come up with some way where they could send a signal to zap your you know nervous system or something you know because we have so much stuff going on with technology so when you say that using that with the palm of your hand to pay for stuff. I think about all the other liabilities that can happen from that. And I was going to ask you, did you hear about the man and woman who were selling body parts from the um, medical, uh, the medical examiner office at uh, Harvard? They were selling body parts on black market.
1: When was this?
3: It was just recently, actually. Uh, it was with the Harvard College where, they had this. uh it was a husband and wife who were selling like baby faces and uh, people body parts wow. on the black market.
1: Uh, excuse me. Go, go ahead, Al. But 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 that's called the red market, not the black. Oh, what
3: well, they called it? Well, that's what they
1: were saying. <laughs> yeah, world, so I don't know. All
3: right, All right thank you. Okay, bye-bye.
1: So so. The so-called red market made national headlines. A former Harvard Medical School morgue manager, his wife, and several others are charged in an alleged scheme to steal and sell body parts. The morgue scandal shed light on morbid collectors who seek... Okay, I'm done. I'm I don't even know why I started reading that. I, 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 don't, even, I don't even know why. I, like, wh- wh- why would you... Seven people charged with being part of a network that bought and sold remains, stolen from the medical school and an Arkansas mortuary. Manager of the morgue at Harvard Medical School has been charged with selling body parts from donated cadavers and allowing buyers to come to the morgue to choose which parts they wanted. Prosecutors said that the manager, Cedric Lodge, 55, his wife, Denise Lodge, 63, 63. From Golftown, New Hampshire, and three others had been indicted by a federal grand jury in Pennsylvania on charges of conspiracy and interstate transport of stolen goods. I'm done. But think about what Al said. Now your palm prints on file, now your fingerprints on file. We've already had someone in England be able to replicate DNA. So I can plant your DNA anywhere and say, hey, I've got, I've got proof 99.999% sure you were there. The only problem is, and the beautiful thing about America, we have these things called cell phones where your location is on so it can tell where you are because it pings Wi-Fi. And that's how it's able to tell you where you are, where you look on your little map. It's just hitting stationary Wi-Fi. That's why in your house, when you get Wi-Fi like AT&T put in or whatever, it's static. It's assigned to your address. So when someone's driving past your house, their phone pings your Wi-Fi. It tells it, hey, that's the address. And it tells how far you are from it, sends it through the Internet. Right. And now they know where you are. And that's why you can be moving as you're driving because it's tracking you. If your phone can do that. And you already got my fingerprints and you got my palm print. Man, I committed crimes all over the world while I was sitting at home watching Hulu. (laughs) Like, think about that. Nah, this is this is Sir Chance said I'm 1000 percent in agreement with you about the use and fundamental reliability of cash. It is. And if you want to buy something cheap. Like, like I'm charging you a thousand dollars and I roll in and say, hey, dude. I got 850 cash and pull it out. That's a whole different conversation than trying to get a loan and do all this other stuff. So, mm-hmm. sports traffic and weather. We got sports traffic and weather. We got something. is coming up next.
0: More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Hey, Truth Nation, during this month, we want to celebrate survivors of breast cancer and highlight their stories of fighting and thriving through their diagnosis. All month long, you'll be hearing about the journey of our beloved general manager, Cherie Harris, and how she thrives through her diagnosis and continues to be an inspiration for family, friends, teammates, you, me, and beyond. You want to join us Thursday, July 27th, 4 to 8 p.m. at the Broken Bat Brewery. Bailey Coleman and Vivian King will host our Thrive Through special show live. And in addition, your favorite 1017 The Truth host will be acting as guest bartenders from 4 to 8 to help raise money for a special cause. All tips 10% of sales. That means you got to come buy stuff. Lots and lots of drinks and food and everything goes to support. The Freyert and the Medical College of Wisconsin Breast Cancers Care and Research Fund. So make sure you check it out. Go get your drink on. Get you, if you're a foodie, go get your food on. Just be there, support, make a purchase, and and tips. Ten percent of sales all go to support a worthy cause. So make sure you come do that. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Before the break, we were we were. Kind of talking about my opening, I didn't I didn't think it would grow legs like that, but you know. Anytime you start talking about, I'm using part of your body part so you can get paid. I mean, isn't that the same as them putting like I don't we talk about the mark of the beast, but can it be something else that we just haven't thought of? Can it be something that we have that hasn't crossed our minds yet? I'm just saying. I don't know. Hey, Julie, I don't know what that means. Stopping to pick up my glasses. I don't I don't know what that means. I think I think Julie might have been sending that to somebody. <laughs> she didn't mean to send it to us. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 833-212-1017 is the number. So Okay, that's part of my top five. That's part of my top five. That's part of my top five. That's part of my, oops. I got too much paper. That's part of my top five. See, I'm torn between which one I should do. I'm torn. I'm torn. to it okay so you heard on the news this team that was involved in a police chase a milwaukee mother wants answers after she reports her 17 year old missing four days before he was found dead the medical examiner estimates israel islas mendez fell about 225 feet to his death. So here's what happened. Milwaukee teen involved in a police chase over the weekend was found dead in a Franklin quarry on Wednesday. On Saturday, the July 15th, an officer with the Oak Creek Police Department attempted to stop a driver for speeding near Pennsylvania and Drexel around 2 a.m. All at that time, one of the passengers fled on foot and the driver fled westbound on Drexel. Police pursued the driver with speeds up to 102 miles an hour. The pursuit eventually reached the city of Franklin. The suspect driver struck a tire deflation device in the 51st and Drexel. Pursuit continued until the driver stopped in the 7700 block of South 51st. The two remaining 18-year-old occupants were taken into custody by the Oak Creek Police Department. They were transported to the Milwaukee County Jail Facility on felony charges A Franklin police officer briefly chased the driver on foot after he fled the vehicle and trespassed onto the property of a quarry in the area, police say. The chase was called off due to dangerous terrain. It's nighttime, right? Officers attempted to search the area but did not find the driver. On the evening of July 15th, Oak Creek was contacted by a family member who believed their 17-year-old son was involved because he didn't return home. Police say the family also said they were not in contact with him, which is unusual. The family reported him missing to the Milwaukee Police Department. Police said the Franklin Police Department was notified since he was last seen on the Quarry property. Police attempted to locate him through friends, family. They were unsuccessful. Wednesday the 19th, that's yesterday, Franklin Police Department found the driver dead Inside the quarry around 4.30 p.m. An autopsy was performed on Thursday and the 17-year-old was identified as Israel Islas Mendez. The teen's Milwaukee mother now wants answers after her son fell 225 feet to his death. Lucia Mendez believes Oak Creek and Franklin did not take finding her son seriously enough. She says she went door-to-door herself with flyers to find her son. I print pictures of my baby. I went all around. Lucia said, I went every single day, got groups of people with me. We split and went different ways to look for my baby, and he's not there. We reached out to Oak Creek, Franklin. This is the story from TMJ4. We reached out to Oak Creek, Franklin, and Milwaukee to learn what they did to search for the teen during the four days he was reported missing. None would comment on the case, but in a statement this morning, um, Police said all three departments worked together to conduct a thorough follow-up with friends and family to locate the things but were unsuccessful. The Franklin Police Department is leading the death investigation, and according to police, officers are yet to locate the initial passenger that fled on foot before the pursuit began in Oak Creek. So here's my question. If he ran in the dark in the quarry, he fell then or sometime between then and when they found him. I don't believe they were going to find him because he had already fallen in the dark. So how would they find him in the dark? And the fact that they took him four days, it's just one of those you have to meticulously look and search and go through places. I feel for mom. That's an unfortunate Incident, And it's one of those things where you got to look back and figure out that you had you not spared at 102 miles an hour. And watch this. That's a terrible way to look at this because he's 17 years old and anybody knows youth. They don't make good decisions. And that's just how life is. there's no way of knowing how old he was when he was driving. Like in some instances, when the police are chasing somebody and they look in and they see that it's a person of small stature, they're either old or they're young. They will actually end the pursuit because they know you're irrational and you'll make a mistake and you'll do something that'll cause people to actually, you know, die. But when you run from the police in the dark in a quarry. I don't know if you can blame the police for not finding him soon enough as if if they found him, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have um, died. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows that. And I don't think we're ever going to know. I think it's unfortunate that that happened. And I feel for the family and I feel for the mom, but our youth have to remember you have to like the bad things that can happen. The cops stopping you, f- the f- the bad things far outweigh you getting arrested by the police. Because you're alive. Your thoughts? 833 is the number. But you know what? I think I'm going to jump on now. Yamina, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you?
2: Hey Dr. K, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Um, I was calling to kind of to chime in um, about the young man. First of all, you know any any loss of life is tragic, and especially our young people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important um, for, I guess, parents and even people associated. Sometimes I, I'm starting to be over it so to speak um as far as when when these young men are in the cars i'm kind of with you you know he chose to jump, drive 150 miles an hour he chose to jump out um and again it's charged that he died but to me it's starting to be frustrating because it's starting to be like a money's game um, and not saying mom isn't, you know, not, not throwing Dr to mom. But it seems like anytime something happens to our young people that are making these bad decisions, yes, we know, you know that they're not as regulated, all that. But at the end of the day, what are we doing, you know, as parents to try to make sure he wouldn't have even been in that car? Because at the end of the day, like you said, if he fell and they were chasing him, now it's, well, the police didn't do this and the police didn't do that. And to me, unfortunately, it's starting to seem like it's coming down to money. Um, and that's sad because, I'm sorry, poor parenting has a part to play in that baby is in that car. So maybe we need to address that because I keep hearing these, the police didn't do this, they didn't do that, why did they do this? And it's, it's starting to be sad. And my thing is that's to make our city unsafe too, because the police are going to get blamed for everything that that does not happen to go exactly right. Our city is in trouble.
1: Well, you know, we expect perfection from people, and, and I think it's unfortunate that 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 we have to. For, for instance, let me give an example. The police department used to what we call rap people, give them a give them discipline for not remembering a rule or or not not remembering something. Okay. You know what I mean? And and so mm-hmm. it, it, it was it was weird. So then they changed the rules and procedures to you had to be familiar with it. Right. Because okay. if you're familiar, okay. you can then go look it up and read it and know what it says. But so we used to be held to a standard with a book that was thick as the, you know, well, I, I was about to say phone book, but they don't make those anymore, as <laughs> <laughs> thick as the yellow pages. For those of you that don't don't know okay. what I'm talking about, and, and so I know exactly what you're talking about. And so they had to change okay. it. And so we 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 have this thing in our brain that cops are perfect and they're supposed to follow every investigation perfect. But had your son not did what he did, and I hate to say Thank that. You. But if we Me can too. stop our kid, first of all, he's 17 years old. What was he doing out at two o'clock in the morning anyway, even though he could legally exactly. be out? Was he out hanging out with his friends? Was it coming from a movie? Like what?
2: Exactly. I don't
1: know.
2: So anyway, I just wanted to, to chime in. And again, I work with young people all the time. Mm-hmm. My, and I talk to them about choices and stuff like that. Um, but at the end of the day, Something has to be done at home. And if these lawsuits and these potential um, lawsuits, and, and, and unfortunately, I can he- you can hear the kind of the rhythm that's leading that way. But at the end of the day, it's like, let's start parenting. Well, I don't know who could
1: she sue. He's a grown man. You know, State of Wisconsin.
2: Exactly. But. But what she, well, to me, what, what it seems to me is when she's like, well, why the police didn't, why didn't they do this? It's starting to kind of play that blame game, per se. Um, but yeah, she's she, she, she's deflecting. The, yeah. Exactly, that part. So wh- when I've heard that, just as I'm listening to the radio <laughs> periodically,
3: yeah.
2: it leads to these lawsuits. And I'm kind of like, how about we address what the young people and young men were doing you know that put them in those situations because that's how we're going to save lives, not by making the city go bankrupt or the or even the county.
1: But who's going to go bankrupt and who's going to pay? I pay. <laughs> you Pay. No, no. This happened I'm in this happened in Franklin and Oak Creek, and it's not okay,
2: us. Well, well, well. Even well, think about. I'm just saying. If you think about <laughs> the state, Even Even right. this, this, You know, what I'm saying the state. I mean, yeah. even it's not all. Everything doesn't warrant a lawsuit, Doctor Ken. When it comes to the police, here, free money. no matter where, if we do what we need to do, you free, know, money. free money, free <laughs> money. But anyway, thank you. All I'm right, listening to you, still amazing. Okay, All right, have a good one. Take care.
1: Appreciate you. Yeah.
0: Bye bye. Yeah. More of truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017 The
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host. So I'm sitting here acting silly with the music and Alex is laughing at me like, ha, ha, ha. It's so funny. You Like this old guy rocking to the music. <sighs> A lot of his music was out before he was born, but that's okay, I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to find new music because I, I can't find any like trap is okay, but this is kind of, it's like rap music, but you mumble. You know? Other than that, mm, mm, I got my top five at five coming up. Um, Now I gotta find an extra story because I already did the Corey story, but anyway. um, I've got some interesting things coming up, and my topic in the five o'clock hour is going to be interesting because I have uh, some uh, talking to do about things that are happening in the city of Milwaukee. And uh, Things are starting to unravel and things are starting to become tense. And uh, it'll be interesting, to say the least, when it comes. We've got change. The summer is still here. Someday this year, I have to do a show on... Climate change. I'm sorry, global warming, because I I reject the phrase of climate change because that was the garbage branding they did to try to make everybody fall in line. And so. I want to dive in, do some research and and actually have a conversation about it. I keep talking about it, but then I got to actually do it. So sometime in August, I got to carve out the day. I don't feel like talking to experts who are going to convince you of all the mumbo jumbo. I want to actually do some research myself, look at both sides. Because my understanding of it differs slightly. And we tend to have a group of people in this world that say, if you don't agree with us 100%, you're done. And I think it's idiotic. And I think it's ridiculous. We live in America where everybody has a right to have their opinion. And if you disagree with it, you can't tell somebody they can't have that opinion. That they're wrong to have it. You can disagree, but you cannot tell a person they're wrong. And I don't care what it's about. I have my beliefs and they're strong, but they're mine. And you can disagree and you can believe what you believe and that's okay. All I ask is you not bash me and I won't bash you. I can disagree, but that's about it. And I think we we miss living in America. We are so afraid to offend people that people actually lose their voice when they disagree. Like you can't disagree about anything LGBTQ. You can't disagree about anything that has to do with gender. You can't disagree about TV shows to watch, clothes to wear, all that. You know, all those little idiosyncratic things that really don't amount to anything. You treat people with dignity and respect. eh, You don't really care who they are unless they do something to you, unless they say something to you. Like, I don't like Alex. He doesn't know that. But now everybody does. But no, it's in in all seriousness, you, you have to really treat people with the dignity and respect that you want. And that's pretty much it. Believe what you want to believe. Some of my best friends, I kid you not, ride or die, are not Christian. One doesn't believe in God at all, and the other one is a believer in Islam. Okay. But what does that mean? At some point, we have to still, I can still hold on to what I believe and what I think about the world. And still be okay. I've had people tell me, if you don't believe in global warming, we're going to all die. I'm like, I've been hearing that for 40 years. Stop. And so those are the kind of things I want to talk about. I want want to have those difficult conversations about religion and global warming and whether or not I should cut my hair every month. All kind of stuff, right? You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Top 5 at 5 is coming up right after this.